this is Ashley. You know me as the determined Otterfolk Samurai Margot. I am also the sound engineer for the Prismatic Guard. I was putting, we're putting a little disclaimer at the beginning of this particular episode because there was a little bit of technical difficulties with my audio specifically. So you'll notice a little bit of a difference um, in the audio. We did our best to be sure that the story went on without a hitch, so to speak. And that uh, we can continue telling the story of the Prismatic Guard and not uh, miss a beat. So we hope that you enjoy this episode of the Prismatic Guard. Hello, Traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard. Starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist, Flint Therai. Jason Hops as the old veteran, Rovarth Mirax a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron. Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard, Roscoe Suitfoot, and Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Ottervoke samurai, Margot, hosted by Eli Royal. Join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you're listening to We Play RPGs. Not the first, not the last, and one of millions actual play roleplay podcasts. Lost the thread real quick on that one. I'm your host, Eli, joined by... Hi, I'm Abby, and I play Flint. I'm Jason, and I play the elderly dragonborn warlock, Rovarth Mirax. I'm Jerry, and I play Roscoe Suitfoot. I'm Ashley, and I play Margo. And this episode is brought to you by Metallic Dice Games. They sell, obviously, metallic dice. They also sell really cool resin dice and incredibly pretty stone dice. I've got a set of Amethyst. Abby has a set of these, like, real pretty blue. And Ashley has a set of these real pretty, like, red marbled kind of colors. And they have a huge selection of all of them. And if you go to their website, metallicdicegames.com, and use the coupon code PLAYITFORWARD, you'll get 10% off your entire order. You're welcome. We are also brought to you by Found Familiar Coffee. It is, it's so good. It's so good. And I'm going to harass Jerry until they drown in Found Familiar Coffee because of how good it is. Soon, because I do like me some coffee. Listen, it's coffee. It's already amazing. We just made it better by giving you a coupon code. Oh yeah, coupon code play it forward at foundfamiliar.com, 10% off your whole order. And Ashlyn and I had the Thieves Cant over the weekend, and it was very, very good. And because she accidentally ordered whole bean, <laughs> we had to get a grinder for it. I might actually get a grinder and start ordering whole bean just because it makes the whole kitchen smell like coffee bean. Yeah, I had to open it and grind some more up today, and my whole downstairs of my apartment smelled like coffee grounds, and it smelled so good. I know. It's pretty great. My mother accused me of being bougie because I was like, hmm, I might have to grind my own beans. (laughs) Quite. Indeed. Indeed, good sir. I mean, if the shoe fits... I'm going to grind them beans, indeed. Going to get on grinder to get some beans. Stop it. <laughs> first, first, I was, first I was disappointed. Then I was intrigued. <laughs> oh. 
Uh, that was the joke you made. Like, I was like, oh, man, I got to get a grinder for this coffee. And you're like, I heard it's an app you can download on your phone. I was just like, I yes, I can't with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you said, uh, all right, I need to get a grinder. <laughs> and I went, oh, it's an app you can get on your phone. Um, we we just right. need like a we just need like a series on Facebook where we just post about what Eli did today that we need to shame him for. Uh, or actually, no, that could go you. for any of us. Yeah, I'm gonna say you can, you can shame Eli all you want. It's not gonna make a difference. Well, the thing is, is that three and a half minutes into this episode, it is time <laughs> to actually episode. start. Last time you guys uh, got way off track. And uh, fought a Hydra, which almost it nearly went, killed us all. It almost went very badly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. It kept uh, getting ahead. <laughs> <laughs> also, now I'm seriously thinking about multiclassing into Rogue, but at the same time, it's like, nah. You don't want to be angsty? You do you, baby. Well, never mind. I'm already angsty. <laughs> <laughs> you can also multi-class into bitch, warlock you to be my backstory. <laughs> <laughs> like or have y'all not seen my backstory and continue to be angsty <laughs> yeah you can just continue to be angsty that's awesome yeah um, yeah so and then you all were uh got to stay the evening with a uh lizard folk town uh some very very nice lizard folk they were they were super nice. Food, shelter, medicine. Mm-hmm. You know. uh, cuddle puddle. Cuddle puddle. Yes. Except for Roscoe. The ultimate, the ultimate cuddle pile. Yep. Yes. Roscoe, Roscoe does out. a lot of things. Roscoe don't cuddle. <laughs> cuddle That's why Roscoe doesn't have any day. relationships. <laughs> Roscoe, aren't you coming back to bed? Roscoe don't cuddle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can either cuddle, or I can go to the library and learn, and I'm all out of cuddling. <laughs> <laughs> but consider, you can read and cuddle at the same time. True. You've never but watched. You've never watched Roscoe read. You can't read and take notes and cuddle at the same time. Yes. Well, if you're you taking notes, small, no. You can if you're small enough and you sit in their lap. Look, Roscoe read a book on cuddling and went no. <laughs> <laughs> Greybeard's okay, guide fine. to cuddling. But yeah, cuddle Greybeard's guide to cuddling. Step one, cuddle. Step two, nothing. <laughs> and then it's just 150 pages of blank. And, and Roscoe just throws them going, useless. <laughs> <laughs> then Flint just picks him up and so, kind of holds him. It is time for Margot to make a survival check. My favorite hey, moments. Let's bring out that character sheet. Don't fail. I swear, if we end up with the Hydra's child. Son of Hydra. <laughs> oh, well, Do I not hope hail not, it. Like, but we're going to find Stop out. Just jinxing us. Eli's right there. <laughs> Do I fail? <laughs> well, fuck. Uh, it's a seven. Oh, God. This is bad. <laughs> we all see it. <laughs> oh, damn it, Margo. All right. Who has... A passive perception of below 12. Me! <laughs> listen. I have a nine. Listen, don't call me out like this. 
I assume Roscoe, well, I know Margot has a higher passive perception, but I assume Margot does as well. Yeah, mine is above 12. All right. Grovarth and Flint both walk right into a patch of quicksand. Classic. Oh, uh, Rovarth sinks four feet immediately. Okay. And Flint sinks five feet immediately. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. Oh, shit. I, wait. How I tall is Flint? Out, I was going to point out that quicksand does not work that fast in real life, but then again, this is magical quicksand because <laughs> no, we're in magic land. <laughs> this is how it works in real life. My dragon could fly. Uh, uh, go ahead and, and roll initiative because it is important to whether or not the two of you suffocate to death. Thank God Flint's six feet. Hopefully he doesn't sink any further. Sorry for the delay. I had to make sure I actually clicked on my character. <laughs> <laughs> well... Rovarf and Flint, you are definitely the high and low of initiative rolling. I got an eight. <laughs> Ten. Boy. Four. Nineteen, bitches. All right. Flint sinks. That's not a good thing. Another three feet. Oh, God. You are now submerged and are suffocating. Fun. Yeah, I figured this wasn't a good thing. I figured this wasn't a good thing this time. Roscoe. What are you going to do? Panic. No, um... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Can I make a roll about quick... Figure out what I know about quicksand and figure out what my options are? I'm not going to make you roll because your options are help them out. Help them get yeah, out of it. But basically I'm by trying like to... pulling them or giving them a rope that they can pull themselves up out. Like, unless you have like a levitate spell? I do not. Yeah, uh, th those are literally the only options. Um, and it's especially troublesome because now that Flint is submerged, he can't breathe. Okay, but but if I was the if I was to try to reach in and pull Flint out, could I, could I at least pinpoint where he went down to? Well, you saw went, yeah, okay. where he sunk. Like you, you saw it happen. Okay, let me look at my let me look at my equipment just real quick. I have a silk rope. All of you should have a rope. Mm -hmm. But if Flint's down in the sand, Flint's not going to see the rope. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, um, I'm going to tell Margot to focus on Rovarf, and I am going to try to I'm going to try to reach my hand in the quicksand and see if I can feel for Flint. Okay, what are you doing with the rope? I'm tossing. I, it. I just want to know: is it? Is it okay? Okay, you threw the rope to Margot. Wait, Margot, I'm going to put my hand in with the rope, so trying to get it to Flint under this quicksand. Okay, because Margot has their own rope. Um, I'll make you make a perception check. Okay. See if you can feel out where Flint is. I am okay at this. No, I am not. That's a four. Yeah, you're not sure where Flint is exactly. Or if he's so deep that your arms can't reach him. Okay, but uh, that is my action. Okay. 
Margo. I'm going to toss the rope to Robarth. And, uh... Okay. What do I roll for that? You... I'm not going to make you roll oh, okay. for that. Um, and I'm going to yeah. tie it to a tree because she's just not... She's not strong enough to pull him out. Okay. Uh, that would have to be your entire turn. Yeah. Uh, Rovarth. I will attempt to grab the rope. Uh, you can grab the rope. Well, actually, let me... At the beginning of your turn, you sink down further. Ooh, mm-hmm. you sink down another four feet. So make a dexterity am... check to see if you can uh, catch the rope before you sink down. Which conveniently uh, prevents my other thing from happening, so I'm just going to try and grab the rope. You said it was a check? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, a save. Make it a save. I don't think it matters for you, but... 22, natural 20. Oh yeah, you have a hold of that rope. And I will try and pull myself out. Alright, make a uh, strength check uh, with advantage. That's another natural 20, 21. Alright, yeah. You uh, you sink down. Um, and Roscoe, Margo, you're, you're concerned. But you uh, see the rope go taut. And Rovarth pulls himself up out of the quicksand. Save Flint. All right. Uh, let me double check the wording here because. Real quick, he... can I cast Dimensional Door? Just like magic myself out of here. Hmm. I think it specifies you have to see, which is the no. problem. I can choose any random direction. You also have to speak. Yeah, he can deal swallowing a mouthful of quicksand if he can get him out. No, you have to be able to actually say the words. Ah, Jesus! If you can't speak, you if you can't say the words and it has a verbal component, you can't cast the spell. Because I was looking to see if it if being like down in the quicksand was going to be an issue. It isn't, but if you're submerged, that's a problem. And, unfortunately, being submerged, you can't do anything but suffocate. Fucking great. So what is this, like a death save? No, not yet. Uh, You can hold your breath for a number of rounds equal to one plus your constitution modifier. Yeah, so, like, after this round, it's time to start making death saves. Fuck my life. No, because this is the first round you're suffocating. Oh, wait, what is your dexterity or your constitution modifier? Zero. Oh. Why do you think I said that? I was hoping you misheard me. (laughs) No. Uh, Yeah, that that, uh, sucks. I think it's only it's only components is verbal. Uh, like, legit, I can't just, like, you know, move my hands in front of my mouth and, like, cup them so I can speak real quick. No, that's not how sand works. I know, and it sucks. I hate it. <laughs> Roscoe. Okay, so just to clarify, is Rovarf out? Yes. You know what? We, we, we all deserve we we all deserve moments of stupidity. I tossed Rovarf. I tossed Rovarf the end of the rope. One end of the that's, rope. It's already tied around a tree. Uh. Tied around a tree. Well, I'm still doing the stupidity thing. I said. I said. There's only one way I'm going to be able to feel flint and i tied the rope to my i said once you feel i, I just say to rovarf either either when you're uncomfortable or you see the rope tug and i jump in the spot where flint was to try to 
find him. Huh. All right, make a uh, another perception check, I guess. Roscoe, you beautiful bastard. <laughs> like I said, we're all. Oh I know God. it's not the smartest thing, but it's the um, but other than magic, <laughs> six. All right, uh, you have not found Flint yet. Uh, what is your Constitution modifier? Also zero. Okay, so if you don't find him next round, both of you are suffocating. I understand. All right, Rovarth, your turn. I would like to try and... Well, actually, no. I'm just going to wait until the rope either goes taut or I'll wait next round. All right. Flint, make a perception check at disadvantage. Oh, boy. Well, that was a 10 on both accounts. Okay. Well, I'm going to tie a rope around myself in a tree and I'm going to try and go in. I don't really know what else I can do other than that. Is that a thing I can do in one turn or no? Like You can tie it around the tree and around yourself in one turn, but you'll have to wait until next turn to jump in. Okay, well that's what I'm going to do. There's not really anything else I can do other than that. Okay. Roscoe. Make a perception check at disadvantage. Now watch the non-disadvantage roll be the one I needed. <laughs> yep, I'm drowning. Five. All right. Margo, your turn. All right. I'm going to dive in and right. try to grab one of them. What do I do? Make a perception check. Okay. See if you dove in at the right spot. 23. With that, you can feel Roscoe and Flint. All right. Uh, they don't appear to be moving. <laughs> She's... But you can't see them, so it's hard to say. She's so weak. She's just... Well, you can't swim out of uh, quicksand. Mm. It requires somebody to pull you out. So all you have to do is hold on. Okay. Well, Robot's out there, right? So I can just yep. tug on the rope. That's all I can do, though. Mm-hmm. Robarth, you see the rope that Margo tied off go taut. I'm going to go and pull the rope. All right, make a uh, strength check at advantage because you have the rope to use. 21 again. Another natural 20. You very easily pull all three of them up out of the sand. Roscoe and Flint are unconscious while they are coughing up sand, and they'll be unconscious-ish for the next few minutes, but they're not dying. Yay! Hooray! I'm so glad. I'm disappointed. I really wanted to be hero. (laughs) You came close. But it is what Roscoe would have done. Mm -hmm. I agree. Flint! Is obviously not meant for jungle life. <laughs> oh, poor Flint. You're a city boy. Yeah. A city boy or a boy that travels in large groups. Jacket. Listen, he's sticking to his choices. Mm-hmm. All and right. Unfortunately, those uh, choices include bad aesthetics. Actually, no, I dig the, I dig the leather jacket. You guys camp for the night. Rovarth, are you going to continue to try and communicate with Betten, or are you just going to keep giving 
when updates? Well, I said I was going to do when's like every week, like once a week. Mm -hmm. So if it would be time again to do that, then I would prioritize when. If not, then I would burn it for Benton. No, Benton still doesn't seem to be asleep. So I will assume that it's not going to work if we sleep at these times because, you know, his sleep schedule isn't Weird the same. as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys rest again. Margot, go ahead and... Well, and Rovarth, again, you have this intense dream about the building and wake up with a headache. I'm going to scream, I know we need to go to the building! I Just tell me where it is! Show me the way, damn it! Margot, roll survival! Hmm. Alright. 18! <laughs> Finally! Oh, All right. hey, screaming at the heavens seemed to have worked for once. <laughs> yes. <sighs> All right. Yeah, Rovarth, you get the feeling that you're headed in the right direction. And you guys actually have an uneventful day. Good. We needed Thank one. God. Go ahead and roll for me again. Please be another good roll. 11. <laughs> okay. Let's see. All right, you guys are uh, traipsing through. We'll keep you on the map you're on. And I need everybody to make constitution saves for me. Good old constitution saves. Do-da, do-da. <sighs> oh, shoot, Ooh. I'm still disadvantage. 22. This old man ain't holding up too well. Six. <laughs> Neither is the city I boy. I got a two. Of my very good rolls. Four or five. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody but Margot is incredibly bothered by this horrific stench coming from the river that you're passing. <gasps> I know what it is. Oh, uh, gross. What is that smell? It smells like a sewer. <laughs> And you look over, and the water is brackish and dirty. And an emerald dragon climbs up out of the uh, water. And it doesn't seem to be immediately attacking you. <laughs> well, that's good. Okay. There's some good news. I don't like it. <laughs> and they speak to you in Draconic, and say, uh, now who are you to have wandered into my den? Rovarth's going to be speechless for a couple seconds, and then he's going to reply, because I think I'm the only one that knows Draconic, just humble travelers that have clearly headed in the wrong direction. They say to you, as soon as I get this opened up and I can give you a better description. Also, I'd like to set my armor to poison, please. I don't know what emerald dragons do because they're different, but I I'm, I'm banking on poison. Everybody can make arcana checks if they want. See what they know about, or, or nature, arcana or nature, whichever. Blink out a 23. Robarth got a 16. 12. No. 4. 
All right. Margo, you have no idea what this uh, thing is. Checks out. But it is long and wide. It has short legs and a flat snout, not too unlike a crocodile. But as it speaks, you see that its teeth are like shark teeth. Ooh. And kind of like a Komodo dragon, saliva is dripping out of its mouth as it speaks. <laughs> and this thing smells fucking horrific. Ew. Just ew. Flint with a 23, and Rovarth with a 16, you know that their bites are poisonous. They, It's a poison that just burns you. Like, it, it just, it deals poison damage, but it feels like you're being burned. Yeah. Yeah, definitely setting it to poison protection. And this is probably a young dragon. And, you know, like most dragons, they can theoretically be reasoned with. Ah, good old theory. But, Flint, you are confident that this is a young dragon because its scales are still very, very green but they're starting to deepen in color and look more like an emerald. And with a 23, you know that emerald dragons were the elven god Tyrist, his attempt to create dragons. And they are peak predators for the jungle. Oh, I don't like that. They do not, however, have breath weapons. Well, and you also know that like all dragons who have lived this long, he's a spellcaster. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> so, yeah. What does Rovarth say? I, I said what I said. We're just a couple, bunch of humble travelers that have clearly gone the wrong direction. We'll leave you now. Bye. Yeah, this thing is only about maybe a little bit taller at the shoulder than Roscoe is, but it looks like it probably weighs... Hmm, 12 to 1500 pounds the cardinal rule is one does not interfere in the affairs of dragons yes. so especially and if you don't dragon... want your husband to find out and i'm not a dragon slayer <laughs> paladin so and the uh the dragon says uh my name is Durlus. what is your name my name is rovarth mirax my companions are flint Roscoe and Margo, and I point to them. How about a game, Rovarth? May I call you Rovarth? Of course. I would like to hunt your group to the death. I'm very <laughs> hungry, but I'm also very bored. I'm afraid that is a game that you will lose. <laughs> I am very glad to hear that. Here are the terms. I will hunt you. From sunrise tomorrow till sundown. If you can avoid me through that time, we will be done. And I'm assuming if we don't, you'll very much try and kill and eat us. No, I'm going to try and kill and eat you no matter what. Unless we avoid you, of course. True. I am a dragon of my word. I will confer with my companions. Give me one second. <laughs> and I will inform Roscoe and Flint and Margo what has just occurred and ask them what they want to do, whether they want to either get this over with now or try and draw this out a little bit. 
<laughs> Do we have a choice? I mean, we could always say no and fight him here and now, but I would rather not get involved with that if we can... Avoid it. Avoid him. Yes. Yeah. I would like to avoid it. I, I agree. I don't like playing a game of cat and mouse, though. It's the most dangerous game. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine? Okay. It's, as the biggest it's, it's, person it's, it's, in the group. This is out of character. <laughs> this is out of character. <laughs> I was about to say, okay, that's fine for you to say since you're the tallest person in the group. I'm the little one. It could, that, it could literally just... But aren't you the stealthy one? I mean, in theory, yes. <laughs> uh, depends yes. on... She's also... Vasca goes, yes, in theory, she's also the guide, and look how well that's worked so far. You know what? I'm trying. <laughs> I've never been here, but I'm not a very good guide. We ran into this thing. The dragon again says in Draconic, my patience is wearing thin. We're running out of time. Yes or how no? kiss my ass? I'm so sick of him. I guess we'll Go ahead and roll initiative. Just... <laughs> no, you guys need to roll initiative because it speaks common. Oh, yeah, cool. I know. It's like, all right, turn around, pull out my sword. <laughs> okay. Roscoe <laughs> just looks at Margo. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it could say they could speak common. <laughs> Oscar, goes, that's your problem. You don't think. <laughs> well, it, he says in common. You know, when Margo says that, he says in common. Eh, I guess I'll just eat you now. And then you guys have your little, you know, Roscoe just looks over at Margo. Margo goes, I didn't know he could understand common. And I, Ro Rovarth just rolls his eyes like all dragons that are old enough can speak common. And I pull my dragon slaying long Well, sword. I clearly didn't know anything about dragons, so I wasn't, didn't, wouldn't have known that either. I rolled a 13. Amir <laughs> will speak common eventually, whatever. <laughs> eventually, not right now. <laughs> yep. Well, Rovarth got a, f a three. I got a 13. Plant's got an eight. All right. Well, Roscoe's up first. I'm glad you understand common, because then you can understand my words. And my words are simply this. We have no interest in playing games. We just want you to die so we can be on our way. <laughs> and then I viciously mock him. All right. Wisdom save DC 16. See what they do. They succeed. That's okay. That's the only time they're going to succeed. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, it you say that and it lets out this belly laugh. Is there anything else you want to do on your turn? You know what? Margo doesn't deserve it. Rovarf gets Bardic inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> God, the shade right now. <laughs> I mean, she kind of deserves it. <laughs> Well, look, when she inevitably kills it, she'll be back in my good graces. <laughs> so the dragon just crawls down into the water and then bursts up out of the water over this and right behind Roscoe and Marco. Impressive. And then it will make some bite and claw attacks against Roscoe. Mm. Uh, 15 to hit your AC? Nope. All right. It's, it fails to bite you. There's some good news. Natural 20 to hit you with his claws. I knew the 12... shoe was going to drop. <laughs> 12 slashing damage. You said 12? Mm-hmm. Cool. We're good. And then a 20 to hit? Yes. 
for an additional 11 slashing damage. So it bursts up out of this water and it tries to bite you. And when that fails, it rears up a little bit and swipes at you with its claws. Yeah, and it hurt. Mm-hmm. And now it is Margo's turn. Okay. So I am going to stab it. Does a 17 hit? That hits. Eight damage. That hurts. And I'm going to stab it again. Does a 16 hit? That hits. Okay, 14 damage. 14, all right. And I'm going to challenge it, so it's going to have to make a wisdom saving throw of... Let me check really quick. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now it failed. Oh, really? Seven. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Well, it is challenged now. Um, and that's all for my turn. All right. Flint! Oh, boy. So, what I'm going to do... This is... Uh, I do not like this terrain. <laughs> I'm going to move two squares. That would be to Flint's left. And that gives me a perfect shot to do a lightning bolt. That is true. Then I can run back. What is the uh, dexterity save it needs to hit? Has to be to 15. It got a 19. Well, shit. It still takes about... Hold on. Let me math. 39 divided by 2 is 16. No, it is not. It is uh, 19. It takes 19 lightning damage... Then I'm going to run right, and I'm going to back up here. All right. Then it is now Rovarth's turn. Quick question. Why is there the heart with the chain? I don't know. That's just what I picked to be inspiration. That's fine. That works. I will, because I know what my best option here is, move up there. So I'll be right next to the dragon and across from Roscoe. And I will attack him with my dragon slaying sword. Okay. Which is a 22 to hit yes. for 10 points of slashing damage, not including the 3d6. So hold on. For 19 slashing damage. That hurt a whole lot. And I'll just say, well, I warned you we'd win. And FYI, Jason, on, with roll 20 on your character sheet, when you go to edit the Dragon Slayer sword, it has damage 1, damage 2. So you can actually put in 3d6 and just ignore the second number. Oh, okay. Yeah. I will dodge. You dodge. It is now Roscoe's turn. Okay, all I'm going to do this turn is cast True Strike, which will give me advantage on my attack next turn. All right, and the dragon focuses its attention. Oh, actually, I need... Roscoe, I need you to make a constitution saving throw for me. Seven. All right, you are poisoned. The stench of this thing so close to you is horrific. Gotcha. And you are poisoned until the start of your next turn. Okay. That should say the end. The end of your next turn. Okay. And you have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. So basically my attack roll is going to even out then. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it is his turn now. And he got that sword, but nah, he's going to... Use his bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark on Rovarth. Okay. And then it will take its disadvantage as it begins to try and murder Rovarth. Cool. 
That is a miss with its bite. That is a 20 to hit your AC. Yes. Does total of 15 damage. Is any of that it poison? Is, it's all slashing. Okay, so he has his claws, not his bite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he missed with his bite. He slashed at you with his claws. I will... Does, oh, yeah. sorry. I was just going to say that I was going to half that, so it's seven? Yes. Is it seven or is it... It's seven. Okay. All right. Xeon, does a 19 hit your AC? Just. Just barely. That is the number. All right. In that case, he... Uh, wait, let me see this one per round. Ah, whenever you hit. Okay. Then he does another 15 slashing damage. Okay, I can't have that, so... <laughs> That is all it can do on it. Well, actually, yeah, that's all it can do on its turn. Margo, make a constitution saving throw. Okay. And I got an eight. All right. You are also <laughs> poisoned. What does that mean? You have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the end of your next turn. Or no, until the start of your next turn. It is start. Okay. So, Jerry, you'll be fine next time. Okay. Okay. Well, I challenged it last time. Mm-hmm. You have chopped the tree and low blow are the things okay, you can cool. do to a target that has been challenged. Okay. Well, I'm going to use chop the tree on it. Um, Because I'd like to knock it prone. Well, you gotta um, hit him first. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, well, I'm gonna yeah. stab at him mm-hmm. for 11. And 11 won't do it. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> 22. 22 definitely hits. Awesome. Cool. Um, well, well, to use low blow, you have to forego dealing damage. Okay, well, I don't want to do that one. And instead, they are challenged. Chop the tree, you just deal damage and knock them prone. Okay, well, I want to deal damage and knock them prone, so I'm going to use chop the tree. But I believe it has to make a dexterity saving throw equal to your hunter's mark DC, which is 14. And it got a 9. (laughs) Well, if it got a 9, then it's definitely knock prone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you 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 stab at it a bit and actually end up tripping it. Yes. Oh, that's great. All right. Flint. Yeah. So, what I kind of want to do right now mm-hmm. is Well, I wasn't going to assume you were lying. Uh, no, give me a second. I'm trying to figure out my best plan of action here, man. I am going to tell you right now, ranged attacks against it are going to be at disadvantage because it's prone. Well, I mean, that's good. I wasn't thinking about doing that then. I want to run up and hit Roscoe with the cure wounds because he's at half health. Do your biz. Yeah, yo. Yeah. Okay, Roscoe, you heal 15. Thank you. Then I'm going to. Then I'm going to bounce back where I was. All right, just a second. 
All right. Because you are you had to move within reach and then move out of reach, it is going to try and bite you as its reaction. Ew, but fine. All right. But it got an 11. That does not hit. Ha ha. Yeah. It almost bites my tail. <laughs> yep. I kind of do like a little bounce to make sure it doesn't actually yeah. bite my tail. I like to imagine that it tries to bite you and you kind of like leap up and fall backwards. You do that thing where you just like roll backwards to a seated position and scoot back. Oh yeah, Rofar. he just he just does the crab he just crab walks back cuz nope. Rovarth, uh do I have to make a constitution saving throw? Yes. That's a 9, which I'm pretty sure fails. So what happens with that? Is it just average? Yes. Because he's prone, so that would give me advantage, but I'm sick, which gives me disadvantage, so... Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. It evens out. All things in balance. And obviously I'm going to hit him with the dragon slaying sword. Yeah, that checks out. I will not, because I rolled a 1, which is a 7. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to do it. Anything else you want to do? Dodge? That checks out. That's it. <laughs> it's now Roscoe's turn. Yes. Now, just just to be fair, do I need to make another constitution save before I do anything? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's at the very start of your turn if you're within a certain distance of it. Eight, so I'm assuming that's a failure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my attack's just going to be a normal attack. Mm-hmm. And no, a six is not going to do it. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Which is fine, because it was only going to be one damage. Yep. Anything else you like to do? Nope, I'm good. All right. These couple blows that kind of glanced off of its scales, it uh, stands up, and it's going to try and kill Margot. Excuse me? No. Because it thinks you humiliated it. Well, yeah. Well, she, Margot kind of did. Yeah. Does a 22 hit? Yes. Alright, then that will be 21 piercing damage, which you have because it's challenged. Yay! (laughs) So that'd be 10 piercing damage. Okay. And 8 poison damage, which does not have. No. Okay, that's fine. And then it's going to try and claw at you. Gosh, this thing is rude. I know that a 13 doesn't hit. Nope. And I know that a 10 doesn't hit. No. Seeing that this is definitely not going in, in his favor, especially after that last round of attacks, whoop, jumps down into the water. Actually, hold on. He leaps over to this side of the river. But that means that Rovarth, Roscoe, oh, uh, Margot, but all three of you get your uh, attacks of opportunity at disadvantage. That hurt real bad. I got a 13, which I'm pretty sure misses. Yeah, 13 definitely misses. 14. Uh, 14 also misses. Oh, well. So Margot gets one good hit in as it leaps away, but it <laughs> scuttles off into the forest. Not to be seen. <laughs> Good. Combat's over. For someone who oh wants boy. to play games, they hate it when they lose. Is everyone okay? Yes. I believe so, good sir. Well, you guys will have time to rest up. 
because the rest of your day is uneventful. That's good. Uh, but I need Margot to make another survival check. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully it's a better roll than last time. <laughs> Is it 12? Okay. Robarth, you're you're still having those dreams, but at least they're not coming with headaches. Okay, so we're we're definitely heading in the right direction. Great. Now, when you guys camp for the night, what are your what is your watch order? I will go first. Second. Third. And Flint will go last. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Flint, you're on your your rest and the sun is kind of starting to come up. And you're in an old part of the forest. You know, the closer you get to the center, the more giant the trees become. Mm -hmm. Um, There's not a lot of underbrush. And you, what happens is you hear this like plodding on the ground, like just big footsteps and a bear that seems to be close to twice the size of an elephant has walked up to your camp and rips open Roscoe's bag and just starts eating. This bear is covered in scars, but it's just eating all of Roscoe's trail rations. And I think that noise is definitely enough to wake up Margo and and Roscoe, because you're right there. <laughs> yeah, but that would be a really heavy sleeper. So Roscoe, so Roscoe pretty much wakes up and just sees this scarred bear right next to him. Not just a scarred bear, a scarred bear that could swallow him whole. Well, the truth is, if you wake up and immediately see that, <laughs> Roscoe just goes, ah! <laughs> and that wakes Rovarth up. Okay. Can I do the lightning thing? Well, I will say, it's just eating your food. This is a good point. I vote, like, I think we should Flint starts scooching away from it. The bear. It it looks up and sees you guys kind of grouping together. And it does that thing. The bear does that thing where, like, you wordlessly acknowledge someone and you just, like, jerk your head up real quick. And then it just keeps eating the trail rations. And when it's done, it goes over to Flint's pack and just rips it open and starts eating Flint's trail rations. I mean, it's not trying to kill me. It can eat my rations. Um, We kind of need food, good sirs. I don't have the power to talk to animals, so... Can you turn it into a kitten? I could certainly try. I would like to turn it into a... No, not a kitten. Kittens kittens ruin things. So do hey, chickens. They, they, that, We've tried that already. That's true. Turn into can a I duck. Can I turn it into a puppy? You can try. No, ducks are mean. <laughs> Go ahead and try. Uh, what is the DC? It is a wisdom saving throw. The DC is 15. 15. All right. <clears throat> you, you cast out the magic... And the bear actually reaches its paw up and just, like, makes a motion as if it were slapping away a fly. 
I don't think we should mess with this bear. The thing is, actually, Roscoe and Flint make arcana checks because Rovarth will just be able to feel what just happened. Did it? Did it counterspell me? Can I make a good roll tonight, please? Nope. Ten. Flint got a 24. Well, Flint and Rovarth recognize this bear just counterspelled. What the fuck? The bear can now have our rations. <laughs> the bear's you know magical. I vote we leave. I'm, it probably can't, but I'm just going to speak. I'm just going to speak. Can you even, if you can counterspell, can you understand us also? You're clearly intelligent. <laughs> yeah, I don't know a whole lot of people that would consider me all that intelligent, but yeah, I can understand you. Hey, how come those bags don't smell like anything? Good, sir. You know, we, we kind of need some of the food, too. Nah, there's plenty of food. Yes, but that was specifically our food. Oh, yeah. Guess that's true. Who are you? Who, me? Yeah, you're eating our food. Yeah, I mean, you guys eat bark, right? What is it you eat? No. We eat what you're eating. Oh. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. And to be quite frank, I think we have given you a good share of it. Yeah, that's fair. I'm going to go eat a boar. You guys want to come? Yes. Sure. Who are you? Uh, I don't really have a name. The elves like to call me the Eternowers. He has has the word eat in his name. That makes sense. Do any of you speak elven? I think I do, actually. I do. All right. Just double check that. Yes, I do. All right, so Roscoe and Margot know that that translates to Forever Bear. You did, you awesome. did not. Your name, so Roscoe, your, your name is Forever Bear. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's what the elves call me when they're not going, oh no, bear. And when it does that, it kind of like just slumps down onto its rear and waves its hand, its its paws around. <laughs> I can't help it. Flint starts oh, giggling. Ros- Roscoe's about to have a stereotypical moment. Roscoe just goes, that's that's a very accurate description of an elf reaction. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta say, I don't really pay a whole lot of attention to uh, what all those young bucks are up to. You know, they're just going around making stuff. And the woods were cool. Well, you know, the one the one young girl she made, you know, she made the woods. That was cool. I like that. But then she and her, uh, well, I don't know, her boyfriend, brother, I don't know which one it is. They just started making all kinds of stuff, and then all of a sudden there are elves Wait a minute, so are you like, you were around for creation, were you like the first? Yeah, I'm the first bear. Oh, wow. So. Okay. Roscoe clears his throat. Do you know, if you, so you've been here for... Obviously, by your name, you've been here forever, so you pretty much you know these woods very well. Yep. Roxy Press. If we were looking for a specific area of woods, would you be able to either take us there or direct us? Yeah, probably, but uh, I gotta get some more to eat first. Make, yep, let's go. And, make uh, your deal then. He, we will. He... We will. We will attend you with this boar if you take us to the Blight Woods. Yeah. All right. And uh, with that, this episode is over. All right. (laughs) Well, next episode is going to be a bore.
Uh, <laughs> uh, it was awful. So, uh, you guys got some pluggables? You guys got some stuff you want to attach to this shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I have um, I have an Instagram, a Twitter, and a TikTok, and all of them are elvenly underscore e. Listen to me scream about things. Or at least try. I don't know. You'll see. I have a YouTube channel that is Aerosil Space Prime, where I record myself playing various RPGs. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. Some of it's just, I don't know, weird. But I mean, so is this sometimes. So uh, go check that out. Well, before I plug, is it wrong that I now want an OnlyFans site called Forever Bear? Moving on. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Um, you can find me on Twitter if you dare. Um, at Jarius underscore Jer. And if you care, you can find me on Instagram at Jerry Jerry Quite Concherry. Jerry spelled J E R I. So if you dare and if you care, you may just see a bear. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm Ashley. You can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and. No. Yeah, Twitter. Sorry. I'm on Twitter too. At Am Cosplay Clean. And if you walk into the woods and you're quiet and you leave it as you found it, the bear will probably not eat you. And regardless of any of that, you can find me online at royalartisanprops.com. Bye. Farewell. Bye. Thank you for listening to this part of our tale, Traveler. Please, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive.